Hey, it's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., and this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Tuesday, February 20th, with your hosts, me, Ray, and the good-looking kid, Zach. And I gotta ask, I gotta ask, really, what did Ford do now? Things are getting bad, man, over for the uh, for the Blue Oval. We'll kick things off right here. Pops, Ford cut the prices on the electric Mustang Mach-E by up to $8,100. There's mm. also some finance incentives on these Mach-E's as well. The same exact time, Dad. You saw it first on the Exosphere, thanks to car dealership guy. Yeah. Up to $15,000 off on 2023 F-150 Lightning XLTs. Dad, Ford... I'm not mistaken, has come out and said in the past, and quite frankly, they don't even have to say it, their quarterly earnings show it. Yeah. They lose on average $36,000 for every electric vehicle they sell. And if I'm not mistaken, the price point for an electric vehicle, well, last time we checked, it happens to be higher than that of an internal combustion engine vehicle. And yet Ford is having to slash prices by non-trivial amounts, $8,100 and $15,000 respectively to try and move the metal things just went from bad to worse for the blue oval man i i was shocked when i saw it this. it it seems to me it just seems to me since this is the first i've seen this that um ford said hey why don't we lose thirty six thousand dollars per ev sold let's make it an even 50 okay so between those new new discounts it could be like an even $50,000 that they're losing on every one of those electric vehicles they sell. But here, here is the really scary part. Let's hear it. What about those people that, I don't know, bought a Mach-E yesterday or the day before or a Lightning yesterday or the day before or the week before? You know, those people that paid anywhere from $8,100 to $15,000 more for those vehicles than what they would have paid had they waited a few days. Of course, there was no way for them to know. Of but, course, yeah. Uh, you know, that's a nice way to screw your customers. <laughs> what, what, are, what are their options, though? Let's really let's sit on this for just a moment, Dad, because we've been talking about how the Ford Mustang Mach-E is one of the slowest. It is the slowest selling electric vehicle. And it's one of the slowest selling cars in the United States of America right now. Dealers have them piling up in their inventory, putting them into service loaner fleet. What option did Ford have other than to put an $8,100 incentive against them? And again, there are finance incentives as well. And up to fifteen thousand dollars on the lightning dad remember when the lightning order bank came out and they were there were over two hundred thousand orders if i'm not mistaken in 30 and seconds lightning. okay they, they they opened the order bank and within 30 seconds okay 30 minutes whatever it was the first day the first week oh my goodness gracious the demand for this vehicle is so crazy we've got over two hundred thousand orders well, they haven't produced 200,000 of them, and they can't sell the damn things. Um, there, there, what is, choice there is, I was just going to say that there is an angle to this, which is like, yeah, it's because it's EVs, but it's it, it. we're seeing it over at Stellantis, and it's not just EVs over there. It's just expensive cars that people can't afford, and the OEMs are finally, I mean, it feels like they're behind the eight ball here, but like they're finally taking action. Like, So to your point about people who are in negative equity, which we'll do some examples on the show here in a second to see how screwed people are who bought these cars in the past, weren't the OEM's hands tied? Like, 
Isn't this the only option they have is the lower price? You're the one who says that. Well, yeah. When you when you ask the question, what what choice did they have? Uh, well, they have no choice. If, if they can't keep them, okay, they, they're not collector items. Maybe maybe um, maybe the first Maki, who's as VIN number ended in zero zero one, and the first Lightning, whose VIN ended in zero zero one. Maybe someday those will be collector's items. Sure. But but right now, the only one collecting them are the dealers, and there seems to be limited interest from the buying public. So what choice did Ford have? None. You know, my I, I had a, a, a vice president, an area vice president, who used to say, if the customer hasn't said yes yet, it's because you haven't lowered the price enough yet. So that's really what it is when it comes to these vehicles. They have to lower the price. They have to make it compelling enough so that somebody who was thinking about doing it would just say, there's no way I can pass. I just, I can't pass at these numbers. Um, you know, and then the other thing that hurts them hmm. was an article that I sent you yesterday that that the Biden administration and the EPA, uh, the new regulations, well, are not quite as strict as they had been as far yeah. as um, uh, tailpipe emissions and the percentage of vehicles that they expect to be EVs by 2030. So they're relaxing some of the regulations because they can see that there's an issue here. The public, at least in the United States, the public is not ready to jump on the EV bandwagon in any great numbers. Let's keep moving, Pops. I don't want to necessarily go too deep on what the Biden administration okay. did the other day. I want to focus more on Ford because I think that's the really interesting story here. Let's go back to those customers that you were just describing. So I'm on the car search real quick. And I'm going to search for a new Ford, new, and I want to do engine and drivetrain. I want to choose electric. Let's okay. put this to the test live on the show, Dad. Let's do, we'll do one of each of these, right? So we've got a 47,000. No, let's do one of these big, expensive GT all-wheel drive. So here we go, Dad. We've got the VIN right here. Let me copy this. $65,000. And where are we? Let me see. Where are we? Where are we? We are in Charlotte, North Carolina. Do you happen to know a zip code down in Charlotte, North Carolina? I, I don't, but I, you know, I did spend a, a quality afternoon in Charlotte one time going to a football game and having a nice steak dinner after the game. All right. So for this experiment, I'm blown this. out that day, by the way. Anyway. Yeah, they did. I'm just going to put in, I won't put a hundred miles. I'll put in that. It's got, what do you want to do? Like a thousand miles, 5,000 miles. Cause we just want to be able to see here how much it's depreciated from its original MSRP. So what okay. do you think? Should we put a thousand, 5,000? Put, 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 I don't know. 1500. doesn't matter. You're not going to get a bid on it. All right, I'm going to try 2,500. Okay. We're on caredge.com slash sell. There we go. Pulled it up. Was this the GT Performance Edition? Let me read the notes real quick. Uh, no, not the GT Performance. So bear with me. All right, clean title. Yeah. So, Dad, the original MSRP for this vehicle, again, for those of you playing along at home, was nearly $66,000. I'm entering it on caredge.com slash sell yeah. to see what a car dealer would pay to buy this from me if I was selling it, if I owned it and I was selling it back to the dealership again $66,000 was the original MSRP just about 66 what do you think the highest offer is you're not going to get an offer i'm telling you right now you're not going to get an offer 
That's my guess. There will be no offer. Nobody's going to want to buy it. Let's see here. That's why it's taking so long to retrieve our. Oh, oh, there, there you, you go. go. There's a couple offers. There you go. Echo Park. Yeah. So we put in that it had 2,500 miles. Okay, yeah. folks. Holy. So it's lost 50 grand. 50%. It's not 50 grand. It's 50%. lost 50% of its value. Well, that would be if it was a $70,000. It's lost like 46% of its value. But Car Guru's right there. Look at the spread on these offers. Yes. Man. Holy cow. $8,000 spread. Yeah, Carvana does not offer on this car. So there you go, Dad. If you're a Mach-E owner right now and you've only put 2,500 miles on your brand new, mm-hmm. and this is, this is I don't think the algorithms have updated yet to, to capture the fact that Ford just uh, you know decreased prices by up to $8,100 on some of these models. It's lost half of its value already, even if you just put 2,500 miles on it. That is, that is crazy. Uh, I, I agree. Um, and if you took a comparable and there isn't one, but a comparable ice vehicle, it will not have depreciated, uh, by about 50% of its original value, uh, within the first few months of ownership. It just won't. Um, the, the market is not as robust in this country for EVs. And it's not because the infrastructure isn't there um, to the degree that, that we need it to be there. People who live in apartment complexes and, and condominiums that don't have access to charging are, find themselves pretty much out of, out of the market when it comes to a EV. So until the infrastructure gets built out, uh, I don't think you're going to have the adoption rate that they're looking for. Wow, look at this, man. So original MSRP on a 2023 Ford F-150 Lightning Lariat is nearly 70, yeah, we'll say $74,385 is the MSRP. And there are your offers. So again, you're looking at, and I put this in with 2,500 miles. Y'all saw this. Yeah. So you're looking at, I mean, is it fair to say in year one right now of owning a Ford, a new Ford electric vehicle, you're looking at 50% depreciation. That's probably light because if we re-ran this, let's rerun it. Let's actually do this, Dad. So this was at 2,500 miles. Yes. I'm sorry, guys. Maybe some of you find this boring. I think it's fascinating. So let's do this again. So we're going to do 28,105. How much, how much, what's the average amount in miles a uh, person driving in a year? year? 12,000. Well, it's 15, but put 12, you know. No, let's do 15. Let's do 15. Let's see what happens here. Because the offer we just got was 41 grand. Yeah. And again, I I think these algorithms are all going to update off of today's news. I mean, you can get 15,000, not 1,500, $15,000 off on some of the Ford F-150 Lightnings right now. and, And may I agree with Mark Miller? It's inconceivable to me inconceivable what these vehicles are what the amount of depreciation is on these vehicles yep yep oh my god and we're told we need to stop with the anti-ev talk it's not anti-ev talk it's reality dad let's um (laughs) let's so there you go. The car guru's offer went down by $3,000. The Echo Park offer went down by $1,000. So it's, yeah, you're not going to lose quite 50% in year one, but you're going to lose pretty close. Let's do the same thing though. Yes. Because I actually do think there's an angle here. Let's yes. do this 
with a Jeep Grand Wagoneer. Let's see what would oh, happen. Oh, well, come Grand on. Wagoneer. Well, the Jeep Grand Wagoneer, if it doesn't depreciate 50% in the first year, it sure as hell should. Um, <laughs> okay, because there's literally, literally no market for that. Okay, Derek Jeter has one. That's it. We're done. End of sentence. There's no more <laughs> buyers for that vehicle. Oh, well, and the reason Derek Jeter drives it. one is because they probably gave it to him. Um, $120,000. Yeah. Holy. You know, crap. but you know, pick a vehicle that people buy. This is not, you know, pick an Escalade. We're doing it. Pick a, pick a Suburban. Pick a Denali. Um, nope, we're doing it. We're doing okay. it. So the Ford EVs, I just want to acknowledge again, Ford EVs. Oh, no instant offers. Yeah, of course <laughs> they won't not. Even... Who the hell wants it? I'm telling you, Derek Jeter's <laughs> right, right. the That's... only one. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Can I show you something, Dad, on this whole um, EV versus ICE thing? Because I, I do think, regardless of where you stand um, on, on how we should approach powertrains, the numbers on monthly payments broken down by powertrain are super interesting. Okay. So you've got here, Dad, the green line. I'll zoom in, actually, so we can all see. Because I think this is Ford's conundrum. Yes. This is the whole industry's conundrum. The yeah. green line are electric vehicles. Yes. That shows you monthly price points for electric vehicles since, uh, when's that go back to? I know we're blocking it. January 2019, of 2019. Yeah. Average monthly payment on an electric vehicle right now is $833. The average down. monthly payment on an internal combustion engine vehicle is $725. The average monthly payment on a hybrid vehicle is $693. I'm not here to say that everyone you know, wants hybrids because the powertrain's better. Could it be that people want hybrids because the price point is cheaper? Like, does this graph actually rationalize what we're seeing? And ultimately, why we have headlines like this today from Ford Dead? Like, does this chart help rationalize that? The chart, the chart helps rationalize that all these manufacturers are appealing to 17% of the population. That's what the chart shows. If you ain't rich, you ain't buying a new car. It's it's just that simple. Whether it's a hybrid, whether it's internal combustion, or whether it's electric, okay? $693 a month. Call it $700 a month. $700 a month car payment is not an affordable car payment for a middle-class family of four. It's Absolutely. just not. Now, is that an affordable payment for a upper-class family of four? Apparently so, but not for a middle-class family of four. So that's all the chart shows. It shows that every one of these manufacturers at the moment is chasing the same 17% of the population that says they can afford to buy a new car in today's world. That's all it shows, that they they have absolutely a abandoned the middle class, the lower class, upper middle class even. I mean, 83% of the population said they couldn't afford to buy a car, a new car if they wanted to. Okay? Yeah. So that's what it shows. They're happy catering to 17% of the population. Now, what Ford is finding out, and perhaps what Stellantis is finding out to some degree, that there's a smaller subset of that 17% that are willing to pay the type of money it takes to get into a Ford electric vehicle, a Ford EV, or Affordable any, EV. Yeah, 
or any type of Stellantis product, okay? <laughs> it's a really small subset of that 17% that will entertain a Ford EV or a Stellantis product. It's it. That's what it shows. Yeah. At least I in my you. mind. I hear you. I hear. I do find it fascinating, though, that we see these patterns emerge, right? People don't want to uh, purchase vehicles because they're too expensive. What are the most in-demand vehicles? Hybrids. I wonder why. Like, could there not be a correlation there? I think it is also likely it, it's it's the vehicle that meets people the best where they are, i.e. they don't want to spend a ton of money on gas and owning it, but they're not ready to go full electric. But I think the chart, you know, demonstrating that the price point is actually cheaper than an internal combustion engine vehicle and especially an electric vehicle. It just makes me wonder a little bit. If that's you know one of the factors here, really just affordability at its core being the driver. It, it, I think that's part of it, and the other part of it is is the manufacturers just decided they were going to, whether it be gas or electric, they were going to produce the vast majority of their vehicles as high profit margin, high content, expensive vehicles. That's you know it it, it just shows who they're catering to, and and that's because. They have figured out how they can sell fewer vehicles and still make the same type of overall net profit that they were able to make selling more vehicles. They, they've, they've pretty much accepted their fate that they don't need to sell 18 million new cars every year. They're good at 15 and a half million because yeah. they can still make all the money they need to make. Now, yeah. Could they could they sell 18 million or 20 million if there were more affordable options out there that that uh, that so that more than 10 percent of new cars available were thirty thousand dollars or less? If that number was 20 percent or 30 percent or 40 percent, could we actually see sales of 18 to 20 million new cars a year? I believe you probably could. But they yeah. have made a decision that they can get by on 15 and a half million sales a year. Let me show you something pretty interesting here. We're commissioning a bunch of research on automaker price increases. Um, yes. So we've been talking about in the past, we had the video go out, Jeep increasing their prices 61% and sales are down 34%. Uh, Justin on the team just wrapped up Hyundai, Dad. So look yeah. at Hyundai. Hyundai prices have gone up 46% and sales are actually up 20% over the past five years. And then I love looking at Toyota. Yes. Toyota prices have only gone up 19% in the past five years. So you can very easily start to see which automakers have gone up market, which yes. automakers have subscribed to the theory that you were just saying, which is we can produce less vehicles and still make the same amount of money, and which automakers, aka Toyota, are still going for volume. They want to be the market leader. Very proud, by the way, to say we now have a Toyota dealer back in the Car Edge network. You can buy a brand new Toyota. RAV4s, for example, $1,000 under MSRP, both hybrid and internal combustion engine back on CarEdge.com. Free delivery if you're around the Midwest slash Southeast of the United States. But Dad, like Toyota is an example of a volume player, and they want to take that strategy. Jeep, Hyundai, Kia, these other brands who have jacked up their prices like crazy, they don't want to be a volume player. They want to do exactly what you just described. And I'm pretty sure what we're watching happen right now with Ford was a strategy of we're going to go up market and we're going to use those funds to underwrite our EV business. And now what they're experiencing is going up market means that they have trucks, their best-selling pickup truck in the United States of America, not moving. Why else would Ford have 1.9% financing for 72 months on the F-150 right now if it wasn't moving? Yes. Because it's not moving. So they're not selling. 
That means they don't have funds to underwrite their EV business. And what's happening on the EV business, those also aren't selling. So it's like a little bit of a, a, a lightning strike situation. Like both of their as both aspects of their strategy have failed them. And now we're seeing the repercussions of that, which are huge. Again, $8,100 off on some trims of the Maki and up to $15,000 off on the Lightning. And that's and, insane. And, and the question that really begs to be asked is an $8,100 change in the price, up to an $8,100 change in the price in the Maki, is that enough to move them? Is $15,000 adjustment? On a lightning, is that is that enough to move it to move the needle? I don't know. You know, I am sure they've had their discussions, they've done some research, and the reason they came upon the numbers they came upon is because they think at those price points that should be enough to move the needle. I don't if if, if this is a big if if it doesn't move the needle. Then what do they do? Yeah, what do you do next? Yeah, well, cut the damn things in half, I suppose. But, but you know, it 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 just if that doesn't work, if what they've done doesn't work, that just shows that there isn't nearly as much demand at the moment for these new EVs. That's not to say that there won't be demand moving forward. And when I say moving forward, you know, the type of demand they're looking for, it might not occur until a year from now or two years from now. Um, but at the moment, they have lost some of their momentum. And Definitely. when you see price cuts like that, that it, there's nothing that spells it out better than that. It's really, I mean, we've been covering this industry on this show for two years every day, Car Edge channel for four years now. Um, it's it's a little, it's, I'm not going to lie, it's a little bit of a scary time for Ford. Like, I'll be very curious to see how their earnings come out for the next two quarters, if they look for areas where they pick up new debt facilities, new ways to finance things. Like, they're a massive company, and I think they've made two huge strategic missteps, and now they're kind of... I mean, not to mention the fact they're the UAW, you know, uh, negotiations that that increased their costs, which again, I'm, I'm it's I'm minimal. That's through. minimal. That, that 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 part of it's minimal. They say that 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 impacts the cost per vehicle by about five hundred thirty five dollars. OK, um, five hundred thirty five dollars is a far cry from eighty one hundred or fifteen thousand. Good point. What, what you have point. to what you have to realize is that. Ford lost more than four and a half billion dollars last year on their electric vehicle division. And yeah. by lowering prices as significantly as they just announced on the Lightning and the Mach E, what's that number going to look like this year? Six yeah. billion? Seven billion? I, I just want to throw it out there. I hope. I hope they figure it out. I really, really do. I, I really, don't want really to do. see them go anywhere. Yeah, it would be yeah. nice if they could all figure it out. It, it, it but would... it, and the thing is, it feels so obvious. But at the same time, and the obvious thing is you got to lower the prices. And then at the same time, the obvious thing, especially in this EV strategy where it costs them so much to make them. Like, guys, we run a business here at Car Edge. We sell cars. 
I've sold plenty of cars where I shipped them across the entire country and we lost $1,000. You can't do that that often. <laughs> now, now, to be clear, Ford's got a bigger bankroll than we do, but like you have to make money, like even just incrementally or break even at a minimum. At and so, like, point, I'm just, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little anxious here for Ford over the next couple of years because if, it, if they're right, if they're honest about how expensive it is to make these electric vehicles and they're all in and investing in that then they got to make money somewhere. But if people aren't buying their F-150s and then their EVs now, maybe instead of being a break-even for them, they're actually losing, I don't know, three, four, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a copy. There's plenty of businesses that lost a lot of money um, while they were developing their business. Yeah, of Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. Amazon's the one, right? Yeah. Okay, Amazon. It was like, okay... How many quarters can you go where you're losing three, four, five hundred million dollars a quarter? Um, and then suddenly everything fell into place and they ain't losing anything anymore. You know, they, they've made a lot of how so how many quarters yeah. can Ford go with the, they've got a, they've got plenty of cash on hand. Um, they've got plenty of assets that are sellable. So, you know. Should they be around for a long, long time? Yeah, they, they should be. Will they figure it out? Hopefully, hopefully all the manufacturers will figure it out. Because the key, the key to EV growth, in my mind, is affordability. Okay. The early adopters were wealthy people to begin with, and and they bought into it and they paid whatever needed to be paid to say, I've got an all-electric vehicle. Well, now we're past the early adapters, adopters, adopters, excuse me, and 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 so now you need us regular people to be able to say, "I want to get on board, and I want to be able to afford it." Yep. Well, affording it isn't a fifty-five thousand dollar price point or a seventy-five thousand dollar price point. Affording it could be a thirty thousand dollar price point. The bolt sold pretty well. Um, at thirty grand, so there can be a market if they can figure out how to make those and sell those thirty thousand dollar price point EVs. And when we get that, then then the EVs will probably take off the way they had hoped. All right, folks, we're going to go to our favorite segment of the show here in just a moment. Before we do, want to remind everyone, CarEdge.com. That is our business, family business. Uh, me and my dad, we got the whole team. Incredible team behind the scenes. You can now buy new cars online without ever going to the dealership. Just come on CarEdge.com. Tell us what you're interested in. If it's in our dealer network, we will get it delivered to your door. If it's not, we have a concierge service where you pay a fee. We locate, negotiate, facilitate on your behalf. Toyota going live in the marketplace uh, just this week. Team we actually met this morning. So we're really getting, getting close to going live with that. If you're interested in a new Toyota, you're in the Southeast or the Midwest, let us know. You can get free shipping to your door. All right, Dad, before we go to our favorite segment of the show, T. Moten, thank you for the contribution, thank says, you. what about the Genesis GV70? We love the GV70. We took that thing out for a, a demo ride one day. Yeah. We thought it was a great car. Yeah, no, it was it was a very interesting car. The the infotainment system wasn't quite as intuitive Intuitive, as I would like it to be for an old fart like myself. Um, But it was a beautiful vehicle and it was very comfortable. Um, Yeah, you know, what about it? 
What about it? Damn it. <laughs> and then from our dear friend, Fly Chomper Fly, thank you. Be careful. How's your back feeling? My bud? back feels good today, buddy. All right. Yeah. Good. Glad to hear it. And then Fly Chomper, thank you. Um, yeah, the government incentives on EVs. Yes, that's still out there. We're going to talk. We're going to spend some time later this week talking about the news that my dad shared earlier, which is the uh, EPA regulations are being amended so that it's less aggressive for the transition. Mm-hmm. But we'll save that for a little later this week. And then from David Langle, David, happy 53rd birthday. Thank you yes. for being here and a part of our community. Happy birthday to you. Well, happy birthday, David. All right. You ready for our favorite part of the show? Really? You gotta be kidding me. All right. I posted this over on the internet just a couple minutes before the show. Yes. The price looks great until you talk to them and they say there are $8,800 in dealer <laughs> fees that they don't disclose on the online price. Took this screenshot right before wow. we hopped on, Dad. 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500 double cab, one LT, four wheel drive. Chapman, you know yeah. we're in Arizona. Chapman price, baby. $40,990. Good news, folks. The actual price is not $40,990. You can see it there. It's $39,990. So just for showing up, you get $1,000 off. And then yeah. here comes the chaos. Wow. Premium window tinting, $1,400. XPL <laughs> protection film hood fender door edge cup guard, $1,400. Dealer prep, three grand. Custom tailgate lettering, $600. SGVTR, $2,280. Excuse me, $228. Low jack, 700 bucks. Taxes, obviously, you can't do anything about taxes. Fees. The audacity to have fees as a separate line item for $1,484. Here's how you can sell pickup trucks at fifteen grand under MSRP. You add back on $8,800 in crap. Oh, my. Is this like caught red-handed, right? Like this, this premium, is, this is... premium window tinting. Pre, I, you know, what is it tinted with? At fourteen hundred dollars, you can't. You can't. You can't tint the windshield. Okay, so you've got four. You got five windows. If you if what what do you? You know, I used to when I was in Arizona. We you know obviously we tinted ninety nine percent of all the vehicles we sold. Uh, I didn't have the nerve to ask. (laughs) Fourteen hundred dollars. I mean, we thought it was Inflation a adjusted, lot of money. Maybe. We, well, we thought for the best tint that was available, we thought four ninety nine was expensive. Um, I, I mean, I understand there's inflation. Okay, I get it. I I do, but you know, to apply ten years worth of inflation in one year. <laughs> <laughs> so that she can get to a $1,399 window tint. And, 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 you know, I see comments from dealers in our videos. Oh, most dealers don't operate like you portray them to. And there's a perfect example. The Chapman organization is a pretty damn big organization. Okay. And in our opinion, they operate yeah. in that way. Well, it's not in our opinion. In reality, there was the spreadsheet. What more do you need? That's not an opinion. That's <laughs> stating fact. Okay. So that so yes, in my opinion, uh, the facts are that that you know they just come up with this. Not it's just play fair. Just 
play fair. Stop operating in this manner. Okay. If you stop, if dealerships across this land stop operating in this manner, A, I'll have nothing to do. B, I'll have very little to say. And I'll stop bashing your collective asses. But until that point, you know, all you good dealers out there who get mad at me because, oh, well, dealers don't operate like that anymore. Yeah. There's your proof. So you go talk to the Chapmans of the world and get them to change the way they're doing business. Well said, Pops. Again, this is why we do what we do back at Car Edge. Dot com so you can avoid all that crap. Well, I thought that was terrible when I saw it. Thank you to the community member who unfortunately had their time wasted trying to buy that truck. Sure. Ultimately ended up actually going to a Toyota dealer and bought a RAV4 is what they told me. They, they literally flipped from a Chevy Silverado to a RAV4 uh, because of that experience. And what do you is, think the odds are that they'll ever consider another Chevy Silverado? Or that dealer. Ever. Definitely not that dealer. Yeah. There's no chance that deal. No, really trash, man. Absolute trash. Yes. In your opinion. In your opinion. In my opinion. Thank you. Yeah. In my opinion. Yes. And for those of you that are new to the channel, the lawyers tell us to always say in our opinion, because every, every once in a while we get strongly worded letters sent to us in the mail. (laughs) And so we, (laughs) we say in our opinion, um, because it is at the end of the day, it is our opinion, you know, these businesses can do whatever the hell they want and you can choose where you, where you take your money. And in our opinion, do your research. Um, all right, Dad, let's call it a show. We'll okay. be back tomorrow at New yeah. Eastern, 9 a.m. specific. Um, yeah, that was fun. Thank you for doing that. Uh, it was my pleasure. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I don't okay, know what you. I I don't know what I have planned. I might even I might even get a I might even get a haircut today. I'm not a hundred percent certain. We should do actually like uh um I'll go back to one of our first videos and do a side by side. I'm kind of curious. Are you balding more, do you think? Stop it. You know I'm balding more. Why why did you <laughs> Yes, yes, Zach. I'm I'm balding more. Yes, there is less hair on the top of my head in the middle here. Okay. What does it feel like when you touch been... it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so, and you know that. And the reason you know that is you tower over me. You are much taller than me. You look down on all that baldness every time you see me. Yes, laugh, young man. Your day will come. Um, I don't know, guys. Look at this. this yeah, and your day might not come, but, but you know, yes. So, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, it looks good on you, Pops. Looks good on you. Uh, hey, we had one one comment coming through here. I just want to pull it up really quick from Toolman. Yeah. Can Car Edge do better than friends and family pricing? Possibly. And I will say that uh, the dealer partners behind the scenes that we work with, they honor all of the employee pricing, supplier pricing, all that stuff. So um, if it's better than what we have to offer, we we can we can honor whatever you've got. If through, if uh, you if you have uh, the the certificate numbers for whether it be supplier pricing or friends and family pricing or whatever it is yeah. that the manufacturers are offering. It's a shame because some dealers don't honor that anymore. I mean, they yes, definitely want to inventory was short. Um, hopefully now most would, but if they're not, you can, you can buy through us and we'd be able to help you out with that. All right, dad, have a great day. I have a delicious sandwich that I'm going to go eat. I hope you have a nice lunch, a nice haircut. 
Yes. What 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 are you eating for lunch? It's got like a um, jerk chicken on it with pineapple and a coleslaw. Yeah, it's really good, man. It's oh my really god, good. where'd that come from? There's a sandwich shop um, in Shaw, like a neighborhood nearby. Um, yeah. That that I went to yesterday and got a sandwich, and it's really good. Well, enjoy your sandwich. Uh, give them another shout out. See if they might want to sponsor the damn program. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Catch y'all tomorrow. Love you, Bob's. Yeah, love you too, handsome. See you later.